I am Liz Wright. Welcome to Live Your Best Life. The only thing that matters now is living by the power of this wonderful new creation life. We're going to become an undefeatable force of radiating glory, and we are rising up strong now in this hour. Hi, family. Thank you for joining us for today's what's going to be an amazing conversation for joining us, of course, in this week's episode of Live Your Best Life with me, Les Wright. And I am really excited about my special guest joining me for our conversation today. He is the director of Prophetic Ministries at Bethel Church in Redding, California, and his passion is to help people live an authentic supernatural experience, bringing the kingdom of God to earth, you know, helping people to really know how to move in prophetic revelatory giftings in dreams and interpretation and healing. And so honestly, listening to him, it's life changing. So I just encourage you for the next 30 minutes or so, if you can let this, like I say, lots of times, let it be you time, just really open your heart, listen to what Jesus has got for you, because it's going to be a powerful conversation. It's my joy and privilege to welcome into the conversation with me today, Ben Armstrong. Ben, welcome. Thank you so much, Liz. I'm so excited to be with you, living my best life with you, living your best life and everyone else that's joining us, uh, stepping up in in just continual covenant relationship with God. So it's going to be fun. I'm excited to be with you. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. I know. I agree. I mean, that's it. You know, my passion, too, is is just going deeper and deeper into our relationship with Jesus to know who we are as a new creation and how to live this powerful new supernatural life that we've actually been privileged to be a part of now and is is our reality and just you know the way that you teach people is so powerful in actually what this life can look like you know so then I want to do a deep dive with you and go straight in because we have so many people around the world who write in and ask us about dreams. How do I understand my dream life? And I know this is one of your big passions. Yeah. And so I, I was listening to one of your teachings recently, and I was literally, honestly, I was rested when I heard you say this profound sentence. And so I wanted to start there, and then we'll just sort of, we'll jump off and see where Holy Spirit leads us, if that's okay. Yeah, great. Quoting you accurately, Ben, you said, by the time, and just get this, guys, this is, I mean, this changed my perception of nighttime for the rest of my life. I mean, honestly, it changed my life. You said, from the, by the time we are 60 years old, we have slept for 20 years of our life. Mm-hmm. So by God's intentional design, one third of our life is dedicated to rest and while we are sleeping to exponential growth. And I felt the spirit on that word that was profound and how much God loves the conversation, a dream he gives us while we sleep will create with him. And what happened to me, Ben, was I sat there stunned and I thought, oh my gosh, one third of my life there by implication is one third of my relationship with Jesus. (laughs) I am asleep for and this this hugely yet to be discovered treasure chest i want to understand more about so 
I literally, honestly, I thought, okay, I am never going to view the nighttime again the way that I have. Never. <laughs> it's profound. Good. So can we start there? Will you just unpack that a bit more for us? Ben? Yeah. You know, Hebrew culture, it's fun because, uh, you know, even in the book of Genesis, if we go back there, it says there was evening and there was morning the first day. And Hebrew culture actually measured their day starting in the evening. So they lived from, they lived actually from rest towards their day. They knew something that was really important was that we, the night season is for two distinct things. Number one, rest. And number two, intimacy. Where do we rest? In our bed. And our bed is made for rest and intimacy. And those are two vital things. So the primary thing is rest. And in nature, we realize that if you study nature, most of creation and most of nature gets most of its growth at night. It happens during the night season. And I love Psalms 127 verse 2. It says, God provides for his beloved even while they sleep. So maybe, just maybe, the breakthrough that we're looking for, the growth that we're looking for in, in what we're doing sometimes is we try to shrink our rest. We try and shrink all of our night seasons so we can be optimize our day and get more things done in our day. But what we don't realize is we're stealing from God's ability to provide things that we cannot provide for. And I would rather have God have the fullness of what he established. And this is a cycle set up by God. If he, if he dedicated a third of our life to it, to this, this one thing, and here's a unique thing, Liz. If you look at scripture, um, scripture, a third of the Bible is dedicated to dreams, visions, prophetic, and, and encounters. So it's like, Oh, maybe God is kind of highlighting something. And I, I personally don't want to live with two thirds of the wisdom available to me. I don't want to live with two thirds of the relationship available to me. My name's Benjamin Joseph. So for some reason, well, growing up, I had this idea that God could speak to me in dreams and he wanted to speak to me in dreams. And so I just developed this continual conversation with God where I know when I sleep, uh, my spirit is still awake to the things of God. And sometimes God loves to get behind our rational mind and all of our logical way of thinking. And he'll come to us in a dream and speak spirit to spirit. And I, I think it's beautiful I think it's impactful. And uh, I also think it's something available to everyone because science says that we all dream. Not everyone remembers their dream, but everyone dreams. Why do people not remember their dreams? I think sometimes, Liz, it's because we're so exhausted mentally. Nowadays, we have an ability to have screen time like this, um, you know, I can have my iPhone, I can have my iPad, I can have a computer with the advent of even a, electricity over 100 years or so ago, where everything became where we could turn on lights all the time. What's it doing? It's telling our brains 
it's sunlight. There's, you're supposed to be awake. And it messes with our circadian rhythms. And nowadays, I can do screen time so much where it's actually creating almost an ADHD type thing. I have to stimulate my brain all the time. Yeah. And the only way I can go to sleep is to exhaust myself or I go to bed with all the problems and issues of life. Right. And yeah. I'm frustrated and I'm looking and I'm holding on to those and I'm trying to solve the problems when it's actually better left in the hands of God because he's the ultimate source of all wisdom. And if it's in his hands, I cannot fail, right? He provides for his beloved, even while they sleep. So I'm, I'm always constantly, God, I give you these issues. I, I limit my screen time in, in, in the evening because I want to give you my night season. Yeah, it's profound what you're saying, Ben. It changes everything really, doesn't it? When you see the nighttime and our sleep time through the lens, this lens and you know the purity as well like you were saying you know it the communication spirit to spirit that jesus brings to us in the night season yeah. is pure it's bypassing the influences that have entered into our mind throughout the day and the pressure and the stress and and um and i love the scripture that you quoted there the he he meets our needs even while we sleep you know we, there's another scripture um, that I love as well. It says we get, you know, as we lay down to sleep, our sleep will be sweet. You That's know, right. That these are his promises, right? You know, that in that the night season has been created by him for our good and for a different dimension and level of relationship with him. It's just, it's brilliant. And so, of course, that's why the teaching that you provide is so important because it enables us to steward this aspect of our relationship with him well and to understand what dreams are from him you know how yeah. to interpret them uh, interpret them and I think there's some of the keys that you bring Ben that are just brilliant like I heard you teaching on um, as was Moses's heart you know to know the heart of the creator so a foundational key that you bring to us is that first and foremost we need to know not, not just how God operates, but the ways of God, his heart, his yeah. why in everything, you know, and we know the nature of the giver of the dream, you yeah. know, we begin, we, we begin to, we set ourselves into receive mode. Hey, we, we, we're understanding his intention because we understand his nature. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, you know, that it's said of Israelites and Moses, it said, and the Israelites knew uh, God's deeds, but Moses knew his ways. Yeah. And, and there is a there's a huge shift uh, that's going on. I, I think even now, I remember growing up in the church and always reading the Bible. And we, we read the Bible through the lens of the devil's bad. And we're looking for the bad devil who's after us around every corner, under every rock, in, in every nook and cranny coming after us. Look out, the devil's mean, bad, big. And, and there was a, a pretty epic shift when we started reading the Bible through the lens of God is good and beginning to discover his ways and discover his nature. I don't read the Bible to get, okay, line for line, how, how, how does this show up in my life? It's got to be exactly word for word what's in scripture. Well, 
all of us drive a car and that's not in the scriptures. So is that demonic? Is that the devil? Um, you know, uh, we've got to be careful because otherwise then we're just trying to put God in a box. No, he only does this. No, I want to know his ways, his, 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 his thought processes, his intention. Here's the beauty about dreams. Even I think sometimes it is God's pleasure and his intent to keep the dream a mystery for a certain amount of time because he loves us so much. He just wants to have a conversation with us. Yeah. And he knows if it's a mystery, you'll have questions. I will have questions. And I come to God with questions. And it's interesting. Whenever we ask God a question, it seems like he asks 10 questions back to me. And he never answers the question. He just asks the question. Why is that? It's his nature. It's his ways. Proverbs 25, verse 2, it's the glory of God to conceal a matter. It's the glory of kings to search it out. So when you know God's ways, actually, when he hides a mystery for you, it's his generosity. It's his generosity for you and I to step into a higher level of our kingship of our queenship, of our, our leadership, of our esteem. Because whenever, Liz, you, you, you share one of those nuggets of glory um, in, in this type of, of setting, all of a sudden, what happens? You found something in the secret place with God, and you come as a person of generosity in the nature of the most generous one. And when you give that away, everyone's esteem for you grows in the room. Why? Because that's God's nature of generosity. He wants us to be amazing as Christ and us, the hope of glory. And here's one real crazy thing, Liz. I think sometimes we might go to dreams and think, oh, how do I get this nugget of wisdom? And we take dreams as an independent thing. But I think God actually released dreams so we could not just get a nugget of wisdom, but we'd be connected to the source of all wisdom. And we'd start learning his ways, learning his thought process, learning just like we would with our own children. Sometimes we don't prophesy over our children the, the, the expanse of the word because they couldn't handle it at that age. So what do we do? We breadcrumb them. We give them breadcrumbs so that they discover it themselves. And then we're like, oh, you're so amazing. But you did that as mom and dad. You know, that's what we do. Um, but God does the same thing with us. And I love that. And it's so important that we would begin to think the way that God would think and operate that way. Too many times in dream interpretation, I've seen it over the years, we come to dream interpretation with that negative lens, with that mm -hmm. devil's bat. Mm -hmm. Look out, the devil's after us. And we've almost relegated the night season to the enemy. Nightmares, night terrors, all those things. When it's actually been hijacked by the enemy. And it's time to take back that night season. Yeah, it really is. It really is. And you're really helping us do that, you know, and I just, I love it. It changes everything, doesn't it? When we start to understand that he is good all the mm -hmm. time. And I love it that everything is about 
deepening our relational connection with him and understanding more and more who he is, you know, the beautiful nature that that is who he is. Okay, so I want to ask you, Ben, um, if I share with you one of my dreams, okay, I'm going to be vulnerable, guys, now, one of my really special dreams, um, I thought it would be really helpful for everybody to actually watch you Mm-hmm. interpret a dream so you can kind of teach us live yeah. you know how you do it how yeah. you help you know how you walk us through this process so yeah. okay so I had a profound dream and a while back now and I've I've never really fully understood the meaning of it um I woke up, you know, when you have one of those dreams and it's just affected you, something's happened inside of you, but I don't fully know all of all that it means. So this is, this is such a treat for me to be able to share this with you, but also I really want it to empower you guys. Of course, that's the most important thing here. So in the dream, it was a quick dream, but like I said, it had a lasting impact and I've never forgotten the detail of it. So in the dream, I was speaking at an Oprah Winfrey, Winfrey conference (laughs) <laughs> which would be amazing in itself but anyway yeah. so I was I was there and um, I was due to go on and somebody stole my purse and it had my handbag and so it had in it my wallet and it had in it my passport and all of my personal uh, things my makeup etc and so there was a group of us together and we went off and tried to find and did find pretty quickly the guy that had stolen my purse who was now about to resell it at this sort of you know this marketplace where they were selling reselling designer handbags and etc etc and um and I went up to him and just spoke to him directly and challenged him and just insisted that he give me all of my stuff back which he did and so then I I walked in the dream scene change and I was back at the conference setting and um I had missed my slot and Oprah came walking towards me and understandably she was very frustrated with what had happened, didn't know what had gone on. And so I was moving towards her to begin to explain and apologize, of course, you know, profusely about what had happened. And as I did, instead of explaining to her what had happened, I began to be filled then with this tremendous gratitude and honor and love for her as a mother. Mm. And I just and I reached towards her and just began to honor her and tell her that I loved her and really appreciated her. And in the middle of it, it was like the connection between us went to a deeper level. I took hold of her hands as she reached her hands out towards me and she just went, thank you. And it was really, really deep heart connection. And as she said, thank you, I saw this white light that I felt in the dream represented like the anointing, the supernatural capacity that enables her to do what she does. I felt it it move over the top of me. And so it was sort of like covering both of us. And I woke up. (laughs) (laughs) What a dream. (laughs) Yeah. Don't know what it means. So. Yeah. And thanks for being vulnerable. Yeah. Thanks for being so vulnerable. Yeah, it's, it's one of my treasures, but I, even, I've been, I know it's special, but I don't know why. So yeah. And dreams get behind all of our defenses. So um, yeah. one thing I love to do uh, in dream interpretation, and when I hear a dream the first time, I love to ask Liz, if your, uh, if your dream was a movie or a short story or a book, what would you title that dream? 
What would you give that title? That's a great question. Well, also, there was another piece I wanted to tell you, the overriding way the dream, how I felt in the dream, interestingly, was peace. Yeah. All the way through the dream, I felt tremendous peace. Ooh, title for the the dream. Okay, I'll have to have a think about that. Um, I love maybe. Okay. I don't because it the right. whole the overriding experience was this deep connection and love and love mattered more than anything else. Yeah. In the and whole Liz, when did you have this dream? Do you have a, a date on there? Um. Yeah, it was probably a couple of years ago now, but it's as okay. fresh now as it was then. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. That's that. That's good. Um, oh, the reason I ask is a lot of times will have a dream and dreams can be directly connected to context, what's going on in our life at the time. Mm. And so I like to ask that. And then you just gave me the emotion you were feeling, uh, which was peace, an overriding yeah. peace throughout. Even though things are getting stolen from you, it seemed like things were getting stolen. You had to go back and get it. Um, and I, I, I can't help but think that Liz, um, when we're interpreting dreams, we want to go with the emotion we had in the dream because that becomes our lens. That's the lens that we use for interpretation. We actually have four lenses of interpretation. First lens of interpretation is the Holy Spirit. You know, Joseph says to the cupbearer and baker, does not all interpretation belong to God? So number one, we need to have the Holy Spirit in and we have the Holy Spirit with us. So we're going to interpret based on that. Number two, the emotion. What was the emotion you had in the dream? Because that's how we're going to use um, the emotion to interpret the signs and symbols in our dreams. Number three, Liz, you have your own unique upbringing and your, your own unique life experiences and cultural experiences. We come from a different culture. So, that is a lens of interpretation. So the first person I'm going to ask is, Liz, how does this feel? And then the second person, the fourth lens could potentially be Ben Armstrong, the interpreter's lens. If I'm interpreting my own lens or my own dream, then there's only three lenses, but it's my cultural experience and then my, my own life experience as well. But let's just talk through it. Um, obviously... Uh, one of the things that we love to do is, okay, well, was this dream about Oprah Winfrey or was this dream about Liz? Well, Liz had the dream and she, you were actively participating in the dream. Most of the time, if that's the case, if I have the dream and I'm actively participating, then it's I'm the primary focus. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times the primary focus is literal. This was about Liz. So I would say the dream was about you, Liz. Do you feel like that's true? It yeah, was about I do. Yeah, I do. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, totally. And and then um who would Oprah Oprah Winfrey um symbolize for you or what does she mean to you? Oh, that's so interesting. You see, this is so helpful because it's I I wouldn't consider how to assess the dream this way, you know. So this is such it's brilliant. Um She's somebody that's helping to raise, to helping to do, to 
um, raise the consciousness of the planet, I suppose I would say. Like she's she's trying to model love and spirituality and unity and people's value and worth and those kind of qualities, I would say, sort of just looking at her from the outside. Yeah. Um, she, you know, she's trying to do a lot of good with her life. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. she's amazing what she's doing socially and, and yeah. even with the, the thought processes of people and what she highlights. And and a unique thing as well is, you know, one of her Oprah's big things was like a talk show kind of deal, which, you know, yeah. is a little bit of what we're doing right here. Yeah. And uh, and I, I think in the process what's unique is you were going and they felt like this is a promotion the you're you're going you're going to be on Oprah Winfrey you're going to have this whole interview this is going to be amazing you're on maybe a, a path and then someone comes and steals your purse now I what was really unique about that is you said they, my wallet was in there, so your ID. Um, also, your passport was in there, was stolen as well. Um, mm-hmm. That means you can't travel either. Does that sound like anything that happened in the last two years? Oh, or- interesting. Oh, yeah. Come on. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, because it was before lockdown when I had the dream. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just before. Yeah. yeah. So this is actually maybe uh, not just uh, speaking about things that are deep in your soul that you want, but it's a real God dream that's telling you about a season and maybe even just doing something in your spirit to prepare you for what was about to come. And the interesting thing, Liz, was you went after the enemy and you got it back. And, yeah. and, and then you went back to the, the studio. You felt like you missed out on something. But here's the unique thing. There was an upgrade in Encounter. And I really believe, and I've watched you over the last two years, dig into this thing called Live Your Best Life. Right. And right. you expand something and something that could have potentially hijacked and stolen from you. You got back and I'm sure, you know, you put on a little makeup for this. You know, I, I don't, but, (laughs) you know, um, you know, all all the different things, but this is really um, a dream that I feel like God is telling you ahead of time. And whether you knew it or not, Liz, it feels like your, your spirit knew something and you're like, no, I'm not going to let what the enemy's trying to steal from us in these COVID years. I'm not going to let that steal. I'm going to grab it back and I'm going to re-engage. I'm going to reconnect. And then what happened? A mantle came on you. Mm-hmm. A mantle came on you. And there is, there is a mantle on you, Liz, for communication there's a mantle on you uh, to shift culture, to shift mindsets. And what was the title of your dream? You said love. Mm. And that is what drips from you every time I see you. Now, I'm going to go a little prophetic here because Oprah Winfrey is a big deal. 
And I know your heart, Liz, as an intercessor. And I know that prayer thing on you. And, and I believe God highlights individuals for you because he wants you to influence their life as well. And I believe there's that John chapter 21, the, the, the large catch of fish. And they even said in, in some translations, big fish. Feels like Oprah Winfrey is one of those big fish. And, and, and God's saying, hey, pay attention because I'm going to do something with her life. And it may actually be a connection, but it may also be that connect of in the spirit of intercession and not quitting on her. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. Gosh, Ben, that's profound. That's fun. Okay, prepare to be inundated by email requests from all of the family around the world now going, okay, this is my dream. <laughs> What's the interpretation? That's yeah. profound. Thank you. And it's so helpful to know, to watch you go through the process of how, how you did that, you know, yeah. just to, how starting with the goodness of God, starting with the fact that he is trying to communicate with us, wanting to communicate with us to him always to empower us and give us divine perspective, right? It's just, thank you so much. That's really encouraging and amazing. And yes, my whole life is intercession, you know, and, and, and absolutely, you know, as a prophetic intercessor, it's just for the whole bride. I mean, my passion is to see us changing culture through media, you know, through yeah. media and every other expression, but through media, which is, you know, what we're here to do, isn't it? To release the love and shine Christ everywhere we go. So particularly through the airways where we can reach people who are, you know, perhaps sometimes very isolated, but, oh, Ben, I could talk to you for hours and hours. I'm oh, going to have to let you go. <laughs> yeah. Can you. I just say this one last thing? What One thing that's super important is at the end of a dream like that, the, the one thing that's really important is ask, okay, God, based on this truth, based on this information, what's the application? How does it apply to my life? Is there something I can do? There's something I can act on? Even if it was a negative dream that the enemy released, okay, that's a lie. God, what truth do you have for me? Because he's trying to hijack truth. So what, how do I focus on that? So pretty soon the enemy will stop giving you bad dreams because it just connects you to God. And and then you just have God dreams all the time. So just an encouragement. Fantastic. Oh, oh, Ben, thank you so much. We honor you and love you. And if people want to get hold of you, what's the easiest way, Ben? The best way is to either go to uh, Bethel.com and you can check out all of our prophetic ministries, all of our training courses, or Bethelprophetic.com. Either one of those are perfect fantastic okay thank you so much and guys thank you for tuning in today and i pray we pray that you have the most prolific life transforming dreams this week and that you from what ben shared today you'll be able to understand and go deeper in your conversation with jesus and understand his heart for you and what he's got for you more than you've ever known look forward to being with you again next week have the most amazing week god bless Hi, if you really enjoyed today's show and you want to go deeper with Jesus and experience his love and his presence more than you ever have, then I have a present for you, a free gift. If you want to jump over to experiencinggodslove.com 
and just click on and sign up, then you will receive one of my teaching videos that I have created especially for you that will not only give you a few keys just very, very quickly that you can uh, utilize in your daily walk with the Lord, um, but also I'm going to take you there as well. So it's an activation. So yeah, so jump over to experiencinggodslove.com and you are going to be so blessed.